Hey guys, if you listen to Jesus Name News, you've probably heard the church bulletin. What we do here is we talk about some of the things that are going on in the world that affect the church directly. And, you know, we, we discuss if there are issues that we need to, you know, keep in the bulletin a little bit longer or let's let's make some room for some new stuff. Um, we hope you enjoy it. You like what you hear and that we we bring a smile to your face most of the time. So our first item this week is it's something about the Olympics. It happened recently. It, it's ended. But, you know, there were a lot of great stories coming out of it. And, and one of the ones that I saw was the Fiji men's rugby team. And this is actually the second time I've seen them. They are now two-time winners of the gold medal in rugby. And they are getting a lot of press because there's videos of them gathering together and singing worship songs together. Um, it, it just seems to be a thing that they do. They're very prayerful. They, they come together and do these things. And, you know, this year, especially it's been really rough for them with uh, COVID and everything. They've actually had to isolate away from their families in order to train. So, you know, I'm sure something like that brought their faith even more into the forefront. Yeah, that's, um, that's pretty incredible. I mean, first of all, they play rugby and then go sing worship songs. Like, I, I mean, you would get beat up for that in high school if you did that. So I mean, or at least at the very worst get called soft, you know, uh, so the fact they're doing this at the Olympics, which I think is pretty cool because it's an international stage and literally it just is prophecy fulfilling itself, you know, go ye therefore. And I think that's pretty cool. And whether people think that that's part of the prophecy or not, I don't really care, but I feel like that's like prophecy unfolding before our eyes when people do things like that. Uh, that's just me though. Yeah, another thing that's really impressive about it is, I mean, these guys have won the gold two Olympics in a row now, right? I mean, there aren't even a million people in Fiji. And I know rugby isn't the most popular thing in the world, but like, you know, Australia plays rugby. Rugby's popular in a lot of countries in the world that are a lot bigger than Fiji. And now Fiji is defending, two-time defending Olympic champions, the next time they come together, you know, that's just, it's, it's really impressive. And, you know, I'm not the kind of person that's often like, you know, God really blessed them. He must've liked that team better than the other teams. Yeah. I mean, but, I, I, I do wonder though, like, if their dominance is credited to lot like, because the U S doesn't care about rugby, but I mean, at the same time, either way, you're going out for an international sport, and I think that's pretty cool. Either way, I mean, you can't you can't knock them, and anyone that tries to, like, I don't get it. So keep it up, guys. I don't I don't really care who says stop. Keep it up. Uh, the next thing we got is kind of the opposite, still an international story, but not as uplifting. Uh, so in India, we, we've kind of talked about this, what's going on in India before with like Hindu 
leaders uh, persecuting these Christians that are there. And basically what one of the Hindu leaders said was let us drag people from the church and stop conversions at any cost. We will frighten Christians who were involved in conversion work in the region. We will not allow the missionary work to be carried on in Bastar and will protect the Hindu religion by stopping the conversions. Uh, and while that lot, that may seem kind of vague, like dragging people from church, either way you talk about it, given the violence against Christians in that region, we can only assume that he actually means drag people from the church, like literally drag them because of the violence that has been going on. Um, and I, I say that because, I, again, like we've said this before, we talk about persecution in the United States and it happens, yes, but it is nothing like what our brothers and sisters abroad are going through, right? Oh. And, you know, I just want to highlight that because I feel that's important. You, you've, we, we, we don't understand what people in other countries actually go through because if we had to go through it, I feel like a lot of people would lose their faith. You know, absolutely. I mean, we have people who lose their faith because somebody might look at them wrong or, you know, somebody might not like them quite as much, you know, and, and like, we were we're all like oh no people people don't like us because we're christians and that's a big deal to us and it's like other people are you know drag me in the streets throw me in prison kill me and that's fine and that's just you know it's it's such a weird thing to yes. really think about like how we are so sensitive to persecution but yet we don't really know what persecution is you know and and i i like these stories because they they i think they really bring out what we should be doing as christians you know when we have a stage we should do everything we can to highlight christ with that stage no matter what it is i mean it, it does god have anything to do with rugby not really no but that doesn't mean that rugby in and itself is wrong. Is wrong. It just means that, you know, if God has blessed us with an ability to do it, that we can do something like go on a stage like the Olympics, we should do what we can to bring him glory in it. And on the other side of that, if we're struggling, if we're being persecuted, if we're having to fight for the right to serve God, then glory to God. You yeah. know, I, I mean, the greatest revivals in history have come through persecution you know so just just think about that if you pray to god use me to have revival you're literally saying persecute have me be persecuted because that is what revival comes through yeah and just for yeah to throw some data data how i don't know do people say data or data i don't i guess it doesn't matter it's both but yeah just to throw some data out there Christians make up about 2.5% of India's population, while Hindus comprise about 79.5%. India ranks as the 10th worst country globally when it comes to Christian persecution. Um, 
And they, since then, like the Evangelical Fellowship of India says in a report that it documented 145 cases of atrocities against Christians, three murders, 22 attacks on churches, 20 cases of ostracization or social boycott in rural areas in the first half of 2021. Not total. First half of 2021. But just let those numbers sink in for a minute. And then let's take a step back and look at what we really go through here and begin to understand that whether Christianity is on the decline in America or not, we are still the majority faith. Yeah. You know, it is still so pretty socially acceptable to call yourself a Christian. Right. And in a lot of areas around the world, especially the places like Iran, the far East that, you know, China, India, Iran, Afghanistan, those areas, the far East, it is not okay. You can be killed for your faith. Your family can be ostracized for your, for their faith. But I just wish that we would understand as Western Christians that we have it so extremely well. And so many people would lose their faith in the midst of this. And what we're seeing in India and in China and in all these places is once again, as you said, revival. You're seeing conversions because people are willing to die for their faith. They believe so strongly in the Jesus they preach that they're willing to die. And I just wonder how many people say that in America, but if it actually came down to it, would they? I think that's a really yeah. tough question. With that I being think- said, I think I think both of these need to stay. I think that there, there are things that we need to just remember. I, I mean, I think we need to celebrate with the victories of our brothers and sisters in the Lord. I mean, yeah, the Olympics are silly, whatever, but like, it's a big accomplishment. You're literally the best in the world at what you do, you know, whether that what you do is super important or not, it's still a victory. And we need to mourn and pray for our brothers and sisters when they're being persecuted and, and celebrate their victory over death. Because I mean, remember the Bible tells us to, to celebrate when that day comes, not to, not to mourn, because we need to realize that that means that we go home, you know, and, and these are both just great reminders of those facts that, that God, God is providing and God is there and that we need to remember him in the good and the bad. Yep. So guys, thank you for listening. Uh, to the first episode of the church bulletin. Hopefully you get some out of it. Uh, silly, serious. Maybe we take you on an emotional roller coaster, but isn't that what the church bulletin really is? Just a roller coaster of things that we don't actually know what's happening. Have a good day, guys. <laughs>